Hi there, I'm Peter Alsop. Glad you stopped by for our Songs to Chew podcast. Today we're going to listen to a story to chew instead of a song to chew. I made up this story about Little Tree. It's on my Christmas Holidays album. It's about being special. We know that each of us creatures on the earth here have our very own story. And because of that, each of us really are special. We know that some parts of our story will be like the stories of other creatures who are like us. But other parts of our story will be completely different and unique. Those are the parts that make our story special because we're the only one who is living our life. No one else in the world will have this exact same story. And even though all our stories are a bit different, we're still all connected to each other and to all the other creatures living around us. So let's sit back and relax and listen to our story to chew for today, Little Tree. Once upon a time, in a big forest, there was a little pine tree who knew that she was special. Her name was Little Tree. I'm special, she would say to the older trees. Rabbit came by to visit her. She was Little Tree's best friend. Squirrel says you're nuts, Little Tree. He says you're just like every other tree in the forest. Nuh-uh, I'm special. She'd known it in her heart ever since she was a pine cone. Now, Little Tree grew in the shade of old Grandfather Ponderosa, one of the tallest and wisest of trees. Everything on Mother Earth is special, Little Tree. Every bear and every ant, every blade of grass has its own special story. And your story... I don't mean to be disrespectful, Grandfather, but why are you telling me this? Because you are a tree, Little Tree. So your story will be like the story of other trees. You will grow in the spring rain and you will feel the summer breeze dance through your new needles. Your branches will hold nests for jaybird and wren. And in the fall, when the frost is on your bark, your trunk will protect beetle and give spider places to spin her webs. In the winter, when the snow makes a blanket around you, your roots will be a home for mole or gopher. And after a long time, you will die and decay and turn back into the earth to nourish other plants and trees. That's just the way it is. Nuh-uh. No one had ever talked to Grandfather like that. Nuh-uh, I'm not sure how yet, but I know I'm special. <laughs> well, little tree, you are special, but... Even your special story is connected to all the other stories of Mother Earth. Listen to the Earth song. It will remind you. I don't hear any Earth song, Grandfather. Shh. Listen to the voice of the wind. Little Tree listened as hard as she could, but she didn't hear anything. Uh, What are you doing, Little Tree? I'm listening to the wind. Now be quiet so I can listen better. I can hear the wind. I have great ears. You don't even have ears. You're a tree. How do you expect to hear the wind? I can hear you, can't I? I listen like a tree listens. Now be quiet or go away. Okay. Rabbit decided to nibble a sprout. That's when Little Tree heard it. It was faint at first, and then it got louder. Pine tree, jaybird, wind and moose, bear and otter, wolf and goose. I heard it, Rabbit, in the voice of the wind. I heard the earth song. It sang my name. I heard it too. What does it mean, Little Tree? It means I'm special, Rabbit. I hear winter coming, that's all I hear. Squirrel interrupted. He was digging a hole to bury an acorn. Winter's coming, leaves are falling, then it's Christmas Eve. What's Christmas Eve? That's a people word for cold outside. I know about people, they're nuts. You think everyone is nuts, Squirrel. Well, I'm right when it comes to people and their family Eve's. Squirrel dropped his acorn into the hole and covered it with dirt. Jaybird squawked from up on a branch. What's a family Eve? It's a gang of people with a couple of big ones and some noisy little ones who run around a lot. When Christmas Eve comes, family Eve's come to the forest with an axe, and they chop down a little pine tree just like Little Tree here. Then they take you home and put you in their house and hang little colored, sparkly, dangly light thingies all over you. 
They pick out one special tree? Yep, I've seen it. So be careful or our family we might come and make a Christmas Eevee tree out of you. Squirrel left without saying goodbye. That was kind of scary. Well, I don't know, Rabbit. I might like being a special Christmas Eevee tree. It, it would prove to all these other trees that I was special, wouldn't it? Well, if a family Eevee comes into the forest, I'll get them to take me home. Wow, maybe that's my story, to be a Christmas Eevee tree someday. Maybe that's why I've always felt special. The days got shorter and the air became crispy. Leaves turned brilliant orange, red and gold, and the wind swirled them onto the chilly forest floor. Most of the birds flew away to warmer places in the south. Jaybird stayed. One morning after the first snow had fallen, she flew up and landed in one of Little Tree's branches, flapping and squawking. What's the matter, Jaybird? I can't understand you. Jaybird dropped the plastic bag she was holding in her beak. People, Little Tree, there's a family Eevee in the forest looking for a Christmas Eevee tree just like Squirrel said. They got an axe and they're headed this way. But I'm not ready. Look, I brought you some sparkly plastic to decorate your branches so they'll notice you. Oh, thank you, Jaybird. Hanging on one of my twigs. Look, here comes Rabbit. They're coming up the hill. I'd love to scare them away, but I'm too scared. I'll miss you, little tree. Goodbye. Goodbye, little tree. Goodbye. Goodbye. And they left little tree alone as the people came closer and closer. <gasps> I'll stand up as tall as I can and stretch out my branches so they'll pick me to be their Christmas Eevee tree. Oh, yeah, it's a family Eevee, all right, with two big people and two noisy little ones, just like Squirrel said. And that big one's got a long stick with a metal piece at the end. That must be the axe they're going to use to chop me down. I wonder what it will be like to leave the forest. The people stopped right in front of Little Tree. Then one of the little ones spoke. This one would make a good Christmas tree, Dad. That's a good one, all right. The big person reached up and removed Jaybird's plastic bag from Little Tree's branch and put it in his pocket. Ah, it amazes me how people can leave trash around in a beautiful place like this. Oh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Maybe they ought to pick a different tree. Yes, this is a nice one, but let's hike up a little further and look around. And they left. Little Tree couldn't believe it. What happened? They were all ready to take me home, and, and they just left me here. They even took my plastic decorations, so now I'm not special at all. She was so sad she started to cry. Sap ran down her trunk. She was miserable. And then she heard it again. Raven, spider, crab, and snail. Catfish, heron, pond, and whale. The wind isn't even blowing, and I can hear the earth song. Maybe the great spirit is trying to tell me something, but what? What is it? Rabbit ran up to her. You didn't go, little tree. You're still here. I'm glad you're not special. She is special, Rabbit. Grandfather Ponderosa's voice boomed through the forest. You needed more decorations. She doesn't need decorations, Jaybird. She needs organization. If you're not organized, you never get anything done. Right, Grandfather? Those who are always busy organizing their lives, Squirrel, cannot hear the earth song. When you believe that the Great Spirit takes care of you, then you find your own story. In all deference, Your Majesty, sir, we need to get organized to survive. Where would I be if I didn't gather nuts for the winter, huh? <coughs> do you not see, Squirrel, that gathering nuts is part of a squirrel's story? What good would it do for a dragonfly to gather nuts? The bears do not get organized before they hibernate for the winter, and everyone gets a cave. And seeds have no one to tell them how many branches to grow. Yet they grow to fullness without being organized because they know their own story. I know I'm special, Grandfather, but maybe if I wait for the Great Spirit to help me find my story, then I won't have to try so hard to be special. No one knows what surprises the Great Spirit has for us, Little Tree. That's the wonder of life. The family, they're coming back! Rabbit was always the first to hear things. I'm out of here. I don't want to end up as no Christmas Eevee tree. I'm all out of decorations! 
As the people came over the ridge, Little Tree heard the small one say, There she is, Dad, the best tree in the whole forest. Okay, if this is the one you want. They stopped quietly right in front of her. I can't believe this. Are they going to make me their Christmas Eve tree after all? And, and here comes the big one with his axe. At least I think it's an axe. I've never seen one before, but I know an axe has a long handle on a metal piece on one end to do the chopping. This is it. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Goodbye, Rabbit. Goodbye, Squirrel and Jaybird. Goodbye, Grandfather. One of the little ones shouted, Come on, Dad, just do it. Okay, here goes, the big one said. Be careful with that shovel, dear, the other big one said. We don't want to hurt her roots. If we're going to dig up this little tree and replant her in our front yard and decorate her this Christmas, she's going to need all her roots. I'm being careful. Don't worry. She'll live for a long time and grow to be part of our family. What's this? That thing is a shovel, not an axe. They're going to dig me up and take me home with them. They're not going to chop me down. All right. Little tree was so excited she thought she might explode into little toothpicks. One of the little ones pointed to Grandfather Ponderosa and asked, Will our little tree get to be as tall as this one? She will if we take good care of her. And when we grow up and have our own kids, we'll come home for visits and we'll decorate her every year and she'll be our very own special family Christmas tree forever. Little tree felt the earth around her roots being loosened carefully. Then she was gently lifted up as the family of people wrapped her roots in a blanket. She heard her friends off in the woods. Goodbye, little tree, goodbye! Hey, you're not nuts. Good luck. We'll miss you. You were right. You are special. <laughs> Farewell, Little Tree. Have a wonderful story, and remember that we love you, too. As Little Tree was carried slowly out of the forest, the family sang to her. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, much pleasure doth thou bring me. For every year the Christmas tree brings to us all both joy and glee. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, much pleasure doth thou bring me. Little Tree knew that now she was part of the people's story, and she knew that she would grow tall and strong and old with them. I will give this family be shade in the summer, and they can decorate me with shiny lights to celebrate their holy days in the winter. And she heard the earth song in the voice of the wind again. Rabbit, clover, owl and bee, red-tailed hawk and great salt sea, pine tree, jaybird, wind and moose, bear and otter, wolf and goose. And she knew that her own story was still unfolding, and that it was part of the great story of Mother Earth, for we are all connected to each other. The stories we have about ourselves as we live our lives are very important, especially the parts that we make happen ourselves by our choices. We're constantly faced with having to make difficult choices as we grow and learn and work and love and live. Who do we become friends with and what are the goals we set for ourselves? What lessons do we learn as we work to reach those goals that we picked? And do we believe in a higher power or a great spirit of some sort? Or not? Maybe being alive means we have to figure all this stuff out ourselves as we go along living our lives. I don't know for sure, but I do know that there are always lessons to be learned whether we achieve our goals or not. And all the trials and adventures we go through are the things that make up the special parts of our own unique story. We also know that all stories have beginnings and middles and endings. Beginnings are exciting because we don't know what's going to happen. And middles are amazing as we periodically stop and consider where we've been and where we want to go. And endings are often sad because we don't want our story to end, especially when we love our lives here on Earth and we don't want to miss the people we love. Endings can be scary, too, because we don't know for sure what will be next for us as our own Earth story comes to an end. But that's the glory of being alive. We get to feel a full range of feelings. We get to work on figuring things out. 
Just imagine if we knew that our story would never end. Then it really wouldn't make much difference how we behaved, would it? If we knew we were going to live forever, we might just figure that we could correct things later if something didn't work out, right? I know all living things die, so I want to pay attention to how I behave while I'm still here, creating my very own story. And since we're speaking about endings, it's time to end today's visit. I'm Peter Alsop. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next week with another story to chew. Bye for now.